0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber.
1: Hello and welcome back to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. I am Mike Graber and the name of our company is Compass Retirement Advisors. If you'd like more information about anything you hear on our show today, give me a call at 812 787 And uh, you can also get information uh, about uh, Compass Retirement Advisors and the work we do by visiting our website at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. And while you're there, uh, you can click on the radio page button and check out our past shows. And you can subscribe to uh, our program also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But at any time you have questions about your retirement, any issues that concern you, Don't be hesitant to reach out to us with questions, uh, or we can set up a face-to-face meeting or a virtual meeting. Uh, Though uh, many financial experts uh, have long been expecting it, uh, the news finally broke on May 4th that the Federal Reserve was raising interest rates by a one-half point, Uh, and it still, uh, despite all of the anticipation, it felt like a thunderclap. Uh, News, networks, websites spent much of uh, the rest of that day kind of breathlessly debating what the Fed's decision uh, could mean for uh, the economy and for for all Americans. And of course, uh, many of those stories, while they uh, were informative and important, uh, they didn't always uh, spend uh, much time covering a a lot of uh, discussion about what that rate hike meant and and will mean for for months to come for average Americans um, who have money in the markets or who may be very close to retirement and a time when economic anxiety often spikes. In our episode today, we're going to do our best to kind of break down the Fed's interest rate hike decision, take a look at it, examine it, what it means not only for the country, but more importantly for people just like all of us who are anticipating retiring someday soon. But before we uh, take a stroll kind of through uh, the wonderful world of Fed rate hikes, I want to bring in my co-host, Tony Shore, who uh, I think is a top-notch guy, uh, even if he uh, doesn't get uh, the headlines on the Wall Street Journal.
0: Well, I, I don't I don't think I could handle that kind of fame. I mean, I'm already dealing with uh, too much fame just by being your co-host, uh, being on your show. Uh, that's about as much fame as I can handle, Mike. <laughs> but, well, yeah. But yeah, I don't need to be in the Wall Street Journal. But as for today's topic, I think you framed it really well. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of stories out there in the news right now about the Fed's rate hike and how it's affecting the economy. But to your point, there are a lot of people, a lot of listeners, a lot of Americans out there who are probably unsure of just what it means for them, right?
1: That, that's true, and that's why we wanted to devote uh, some time to discussing uh, the Fed's uh, decision. And we're going to, to look at uh, a, a few different articles here over the course of this week and perhaps even next week as we discuss this. Uh, there's one really interesting one that I think uh, helps frame uh, the conversation for today. It's uh, an article from CNBC, and the title is, Here's What the Fed's Half-Point Rate Hike Means for Your Money. And that came out uh, just a couple hours after uh, the news of the the rate height uh, broke. Uh, the first thing that the article notes, that the Fed's half-point increase, it's the largest bump in rates in more than two decades, more than 20 years. So you might be asking yourself, well, why did they do it now? And uh, the root cause, uh, the increase in rates, is a response to our country's current and, and much uh, publicized bout of a significant inflation, you know, inflation at uh, an eight and a half range right now, year over year. And uh, just today, uh, I was, uh, you know, trying to stay up to date with things. And some of the the people are are now saying that that this number is probably going to reach double digits when it comes to inflation here over uh, the next uh, few months. And CB or CNBC in this article went on to explain that you know, the Fed is uh, going to be trying to walk a very fine line of uh, tamping down inflation and do that without damaging the economy. So they've kind of got to thread the needle on this uh, decision making. But uh, this rate hike uh, could help uh, the skyrocketing prices that that all of us are paying at the pump. Uh, at the date that we're recording here, the gas prices here and Lagode and Montgomery area where uh, I live and have my main office are about four dollars and sixty cents a gallon. Wow. Uh, things at the grocery store are higher every time we go in, and we'd all know what's happened to material prices over the last year, although they've come down just a little bit recently. But uh, as with any other piece of uh, our financial lives, you know, there's always a potential uh, downside. And uh, the Fed talks about, you know, trying to navigate a soft landing. They don't want to crash land the economy. Um, and so they've got some important work to do, and they've got to to do it well, uh, or we start hearing things like a recession or, or deep recession. So I know uh, we're all rooting for them to do their job well and to get inflation under control without uh, having too much of a negative impact on everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and maybe you could give our listeners out there the big 40,000-foot view, an overview of what role interest rates serve in our economy then.
1: Well, sure. Um, The federal rate, uh, which is the rate the central bank sets, uh, is the interest rate that banks use to borrow and lend money to each other. Um, And that's not necessarily the rate that uh, the average... American pays. uh, An interest rate hike typically impacts, you know, the borrowing and savings rates that you and I will eventually see uh, coming into um, our daily lives. To put it maybe uh, more simply, uh, higher interest rates mean eventually borrowing costs uh, are going to increase. Um, Savings accounts will eventually earn a little more. And in the current climate, it might be a smart move to consider paying down debt uh, especially credit cards and other variable rate debts and dedicate more money uh, to uh, traditional savings accounts.
0: Well, yeah, and I, I just think that uh, obviously a, a lot of people out there uh, have the questions about all this. And my first question after the rate hike was, like many people, how is this going to hit borrowers? How is this going to affect me?
1: Uh, very good and an important place to start. Uh, the quick answer uh, I would say, Tony, is that both credit card borrowers and and home buyers are going to see interest rates increase, and in fact, you know, we've seen that already on uh, the mortgage side, with um, you know the uh, fixed rates on on thirty-year mortgages uh, jumping up. And today, I saw uh, a release in the news that said that uh, you know uh, new home sales had had dropped significantly, and that's a result of uh, of higher interest rates and um, that's going to also, in fact, you know, uh, short-term borrowing rates, especially those on credit cards. And, and uh, almost certainly those rates uh, are going to surge. And keep in mind that this is just the first of what's uh, anticipated to be many or several uh, interest rate hikes here throughout the rest of this year. But uh, generally, credit cards uh, have a variable rate, and that means that as rates go up, uh, they're directly uh, you know, tied to Fed's decisions and it's going to have an impact there. So you want to be prepared, you know, for a percentage rate jump within the next, you know, handful of building cycles, building cycles, if if that's not already happened, but keep a a close watch to the rates you're being charged on, uh, you know, any type of uh, short-term loans that you might have.
0: Well, yeah, and and, uh, that's true, credit cards, especially, obviously, Uh, are a problem. We've talked about this on previous shows. uh, And I think you've mentioned to me, Mike, you would recommend paying off those highest interest rate credit cards first. Uh, The highest rate debt should be paid down first. And, uh, you know, uh, the percentage rate jump is a great reason to work with somebody like yourself to hammer out a strategy, right?
1: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more, Tony. And the article highlights, you know, the credit cards are are currently sitting at uh, a whisker over around 16 percent on, on average and that's certainly a lot higher than just about any other consumer loan that's out there but you know after the fed's uh, decision to, to raise rates here by the half point uh, we're looking at uh, credit card rates you know nudging up you know into the 18 uh, percent range and higher by the end of the year and and while you know maybe a two two and a half percent bump on credit cards doesn't sound like a lot you now once you start paying that extra every month, Uh, you're going to notice it, and it's going to eat into uh, other things that you could be doing with your funds.
0: Well, yeah, and you you got to be careful. Now, why don't you uh, give us your recommendations or a few of them for getting out from under excessive credit card debt?
1: Well, uh, in addition to, you know, talking with a financial services professional, you know, you might uh, call your credit card company directly, and try and uh, negotiate uh, a lower rate. Uh, maybe uh, some things have changed in your life, maybe your uh, uh, credit score has improved and, and you're entitled to another rate, but uh, you need to take the initiative and, and make that phone call and, and make that request. Uh, if that doesn't work, you might also uh, wanna consider you know consolidating higher uh, interest rate debt and then using uh, a lower interest home equity loan or a personal loan uh, to pay that off. Uh, And you need to look for some interest-free balance transfer uh, cards that are out there, and that could be a a good solution uh, to this debt scenario. But I think uh, the bigger picture is uh, try and uh, live within your means, live within a budget, and not get extended on these credit cards. And this is a really good example of why uh, we don't want to be uh, you know carrying debt from month to month you know on credit cards uh, uh, interest rates have gone up now they're going to continue to go up and sure. that debt's going to get more uh, and more expensive
0: yeah it is and that's something we have to watch out for so we're ta- we've talked about credit card interest rates and those will rise and they always rise exponentially anytime the fed raises the interest rate uh, what does the rate hike mean for homeowners though Okay, um,
1: you know many uh, long-term mortgages uh, rates, you know, they're fixed, and many homeowners you know, won't be uh, affected by uh, this uh, recent rate hike. But uh, the story is different for those who are right now looking to buy a home. You know, shortly after the Fed's news, the uh, average interest rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage jumped all the way up to five and a half percent, and that's. Tony, the highest rate since 2009 for a 30-year fixed rate home mortgage. And again, according to the CNBC article, um, the expectation is that uh, interest rates are going to be at six or a little higher by uh, the end of this year, that that's very possible.
0: Right. Wow. Okay. So the housing market has been crazy anyway. uh, You really have to watch out when you're dealing with these interest rates um let's take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you if they want to set up a no charge complimentary consultation there's no obligation how can they reach you
1: well uh, a couple of different ways Uh, i think the best is just to give me a phone call at 812-787-0809 that's my direct line if i can't answer leave a message i'll call you back just as quickly as i can Uh, You can also visit our website, CompassRetirementAdvisorsLLC.com. We have a lot of information there. Um, We have a variety of uh, short videos covering uh, a number of topics. We have a radio tab where if uh, you've uh, missed any of our uh, Compass uh, Retirement Radio shows, Retirement Talk with Mike Graver over the last uh, year and a half or so, you can um, click on that radio tab. Uh, and get to those. You can also find us on Apple Play and Spotify for the radio. Uh, you can leave us a, an, a note on the website as well. Uh, you know, our goal is, is to help uh, pr- help you prepare for a retirement. Whatever uh, position you find yourself in today, you know, where are you today? Where do you want to get? And we'll help you map out a plan and a strategy uh, to, to get there. You know, you've worked really, really hard Uh, during uh, your lifetime to set some money aside. We want to make sure that uh, you have the right structures and plans in place so that uh, you get the maximum value out of uh, the monies that you've set aside that you can enjoy uh, the retirement uh, and the retirement dreams that you hope for.
0: Well, I think that sounds great, and it's been a good show so far. Uh, We've been talking about uh, the fallout from the Fed's recent half-point rate it's the largest single rate hike in over two decades. Uh, During our first segment, you talked about how this rate increase could potentially affect credit card and mortgage rates, but I know there's a lot more to cover. I'm really curious about whether the Fed's rate hike could have an impact on auto loans, because actually, I need a new car. Probably the worst timing possible, but I do have to trade in my car here at some point, and I've been looking around, but I don't know. It, it doesn't look like a good time to buy a car. Yeah, I agree
1: with you on that, Tony. We're looking for a new vehicle ourselves, and uh, the supply chain issues and uh, how much uh, used and new vehicles have gone up and oh. now interest rates are going up. It's kind of a, uh, a, a little storm there in, in, in the auto yeah. world if you're looking. But yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Uh, again, the CNBC article that we're referring to is uh, uh, here's what the, the Fed's half point rate hike means uh, for our money. Uh, it raises a, a really interesting point about auto loans and and again though uh, auto loans are fixed, you know payments uh, uh, are going up and the, the word they used is, is ballooning. Um, just because uh, as I said, vehicle prices have gone up so much, which means that if a new car uh, is part of your plan in the coming months as it is uh, for Tony and I, uh, we're going to have to shell out more money for uh, that vehicle and along with that, if we're financing a part of that, uh you're looking at the auto loans we're we're looking at federal student loan rates also uh that are fixed you know going up so the bulk of uh, borrowers won't be immediately affected but it's uh, the writing's on the wall it's inevitable that we're going to see uh, higher uh interest rates on these you know there are some uh, private loans that do have fixed rates and there's some that have variable rates uh that are linked to libor or prime or the t bill rates And that just means that as Fed rates uh, do go up, some borrowers are likely uh, to pay more in interest. And I think time will tell just how much more that's going to be uh, as these benchmarks uh, vary, as the Fed continues um, to to tighten uh, the economy, uh, trying to pull the reins back on a a really uh, booming economy by uh, raising interest rates to slow things down.
0: Well, yeah, I know the Fed's trying to slow things down because of inflation and things like that, but uh, uh, it is interesting. I mean, uh, you know, affecting all sorts of loans. Uh, We talked about, you know, home loans, auto loans, credit card debt. Uh, We talked about the debt, but what does the Fed's rate increase mean for savers out there, Mike?
1: Well, in the uh, article, um, they explain that you know while the Fed you know doesn't directly influence uh, deposit rates, uh, there is a correlation typically uh, that whenever uh, the Fed does change the the target rate, uh, savings uh, account rates uh, at at some of the larger banks, uh, uh, and, and eventually you know even to our smaller communities are, are going to go up. Um, you know the the savings account rate at at some large banks has consistently been at an extremely low average and and that's uh, nothing uh, big in the news we all know how low the uh, interest rates been in those those accounts over the past many years when we've been in in, uh, what essentially has been a zero interest rate environment but uh, as uh, deposit account rates uh, uh are still really controlled by, you know, the brick and mortar banks uh, that you drive by every day. Uh, and, and they're typically slower to tick up as uh, the Fed raises rates. Uh, and we expect that that's going to continue and CNBC uh, expects that that's what's going to continue. It's going to be slow for the change in interest rates to start impacting, you know, savings account rates and uh, CD rates. Another important note here, um, thanks mainly to, to how much, um, they've saved on overhead expenses, but the savings rate for uh, online banks is currently uh, a little higher, uh, and uh, they might be more quickly to uh, raise their rates because you know they're able to avoid the fixed brick and mortar uh, bank uh, I- expenses. Uh, a top yielding certificate uh, deposit rate um, you might be able to find you know north of one percent right now, which is uh, even better than uh, a high yielding uh, savings account so you have to kind of do your shopping but uh, consider your uh, online banks the same as you would your uh, typical brick and mortar banks and see who's uh, raising the rates a little bit in response to uh, what the fed's doing
0: yeah yeah you have to weigh everything and look at what's going on out there and work with a financial services professional like yourself and uh, I have another question. Uh, how does the rate increase affect the stock market? It looks like it may have had an effect on that, right?
1: Well, it's kind of, uh, brought a wall up here, uh, to, to what we've seen. And, you know, we see, uh, a thousand point swings uh, in a day. Uh, yesterday, uh, the market was off about 1200 points. And if we look at our 401k balances this year, we'll, we'll note that, uh, things are down. Uh, Dow Jones, the S&P, and the NASDAQ anywhere from 15% to about 23% as a date of our recording here. So, yeah, uh, interest rates uh, going up, uh, even though it was anticipated. Uh, you know, it makes it more expensive for corporations to operate. It affects their profits, and there's kind of a, a re-evaluation going on as to, you know, what is the, the true value of, of many of the stocks and. That's uh, certainly a vital question. There's a Forbes article, actually, uh, that kind of deals with this. Uh, that uh, title is What Happens When the Fed Raises Interest Rates? And it provides some useful insights. And uh, the article makes it pretty plain that you know high market interest rates has the potential to, as we said, negatively uh, impact the stock market. When the Fed increases rates, uh, borrowing is going to become more expensive. And we know that corporations borrow money. Uh, and that means uh, that their bottom line uh, is uh, affected and that's uh, for both public and private uh, companies alike. And accordingly, as time goes on uh, the supply of money in circulation contracts and that generally uh, lowers inflation uh, while we go through uh, hopefully uh, a cooling off uh, period for the economy at whole that uh, results in in uh, what the Fed wants uh, in, in a soft landing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can see that. So uh, really the more it costs to borrow, the worse it is for businesses, right?
1: That's right, Tony. And just like we as individuals, the more it costs us to borrow for a vehicle or for a home, there's less money to do other things with. And, and the same thing uh, applies uh, in, in the business world. And while it's not, you know, an absolute majority of time, that, that is the case. Uh, if the expense of borrowing the money uh, gets too high, um, the opportunity to, uh, you know, increase investment in capital goods for businesses uh, may become uh, more difficult uh, for, for some. Uh, sure. for, for public companies, uh, the combination of, uh, let's say, higher costs and uh, reduced business uh, could lead to uh, less revenue, um, stunted uh, projections going forward, and, and all of that ultimately could lead to uh, a reduced uh, value in that that company's uh, stock, sure. and, and that's what we're seeing uh, a repricing making its way through um, the, the the stock market. Um, the uh, forward uh, earning uh, you know price uh, that that people were, were thinking that they could pay for stocks has really been pared down, and I think we're going to get back to something that's more uh, historical in in the value of uh stocks that are on on the market.
0: Well, that's that's really uh, neat that you talk about that. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show, Mike. We're going to have to continue this one uh but really quick before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you.
1: Give me a call at 812-787-0809. We'll be happy to talk to you about anything that's on your mind uh, considering retirement. Join us again here next week for another edition of a Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. We'll continue uh, our conversation on uh, how the Fed rate hikes impact all of us. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at Compass Retirement Advisors LLC. Com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, The Insurance Shop, Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individual tax, legal fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary in opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to representation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. The tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretation. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal situation.